Um, good morning. My name is Sally Goings, and this is my sweet husband, Alfred. He's going to be helping with the technology, which is way out of my comfort zone. Um, we have two girls, Kriya, who is 16, Caroline, who's 13, and Alfred and I actually both grew up here in Birmingham, but moved away right after we got married um, to Jacksonville, Florida for a couple of years and then to Lookout Mountain um, for 13 years. And we've been back in Birmingham for four years and are very thankful for the Advent. Um, I've had a really good time being downstairs um, with the junior high, so I know some of you. Good to see y'all. And I've had the privilege of getting to know sweet Cameron, and it is thanks to Cameron that I am here today. So um, without... Um, going any further, let's um, pause and pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you so, so much um, for your amazing love. We just ask that you would be present today, that you would um, empty me of me, and that anything that is spoken here, um, that it would be all you, that you would send your spirit, and that you would open our hearts to look at this really fun movie, but mostly um, to look at ourselves and to see just how much you love us and how much we need you. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so today we're going to be looking at Toy Story. How many of y'all have seen the original Toy Story? Most of you. Anybody want to guess how old Toy Story is? How long ago it came out? 20, almost. It was 18. And um, I love Toy Story. We were just talking to some people that came in about Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3, which were wonderful. Thank goodness I'm not talking on 3 because I cried through the whole thing. Um, but Toy Story revolves around the adventures of um, a little boy named Andy's toys that come to life and lots of different fun things happen um, in his room. Um, they belong to Andy. The two main characters are two toys, Woody, which is a pull-string cowboy, and then the very impressive um, action figure, Buzz Lightyear. And um, Buzz Lightyear comes along um, and kind of threatens Woody. Um, Woody has been in charge. He's been the favorite toy for several years. And then um, we have Andy's birthday party, and the present is opened, and it's Buzz Lightyear. So he also, it's important to note that Buzz Lightyear does not believe that he's a toy. He thinks he is a real space ranger and that he is on a mission. So um, the really cool thing about Toy Story when I started reflecting on it is that unlike a lot of movies, um, the climax or the turning point in the story is not like some heroic event or some awesome save the day action it's actually the two main characters experience defeat. And they experience kind of a repentance of sorts. And they really begin to realize who they really are and what makes them really valuable. Um, and that is what we want to look at today. Um, and in doing so, I want to ask these three questions um, of ourselves. We're going to look at Woody and Buzz and their value. But, um, but first, let's ask ourselves, what defines me? Um, where does my security come from, and where does my value come from? So as we kind of talk through 
um, several things. Those are the kind of backbone of, of what we're going to be thinking about today. Um, the way we answer these questions um, is really a big deal. Um, it kind of determines how we see the world, how we see different situations, how we act or respond on those situations, and ultimately how we live. So as Christians, um, we kind of know the answer. We were actually taught this answer in a little song. Yes, Crea and Caroline are not here, so we can sing. Um, you learned this probably before you ever even became a believer, but as a baby, we learned this song. So guess what? We're going to sing it. But as we sing it, let's think about it. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so, little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Okay, so we know the answers in the song. We know that what defines us really is, as a believer, Jesus' love for us. Our security is in that love. Our value is in that love. And how do we know it? The Bible tells us so. Over and over, the whole Bible is really God's love story to us from the beginning in the Old Testament, from the Garden of Eden, all the way through. Um, to the resurrection, and then to Revelation when God comes back. Um, So Jesus loves us. Um, When we're weak, he is strong. Um, So this is huge, and we forget that we know this. Um, Sometimes I like to emphasize different words, and just this one little phrase, it's fun to think about the hugeness of God's amazing love for us, that Jesus loves me. Jesus, the creator, the God incarnate, loves me. Jesus. Um, Amazing. Um, Jesus loves me. Think about that. The love that he has. The amazing love. Love that he would die for us. Love that he forgives us. That he gives us grace when we mess up. Um, And then last, Jesus loves me. Like, don't deserve it. I mean me. All of my screwiness, craziness, um, mess ups. But he loves me. So it's fun to do this with scripture, but just to recognize that sometime in the most simplest ways, um, he's taught us and we know these truths and um, it helps us to go back and to remind ourselves of these truths over and over and over again. Um, One of my favorite people on earth um, is um, a teacher, a pastor on Lookout Mountain, and he used to do this, this... um, illustration of that when we are in Christ and when we belong to God, that he grabs hold of us. Um, He adopts us. In Ephesians 1 it says, and he doesn't let us go. And there are times when we're kind of out here going, la, 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 la. And then there are other times when we're holding on to him and we're abiding. Um, And those are sweet times, but the cool factor is that he doesn't let go. Um, In Romans 8, it says that nothing can separate us from that great love, Um, the Father's love, which is huge, huge, huge. 
Um, so, and even um, in Toy Story, we see that, um, that Andy has marked his toys um, as his own. He's written his name Andy on the bottom of Buzz, Buzz's shoe and on the bottom of Woody's shoe. Um, and Jesus has marked us as his own. He's given us his Holy Spirit. Um, and in Isaiah 49:16, it says he's written our name on the palm of his hand, um, that he will never forget us or forsake us. Um, but we do forget we forsake him. I forget. You forget. I don't know why we forget, but we forget. And, um, and yet, he still has us. He doesn't let go. Um, in a minute, right now, we're going to um, look and see what it looks like when Woody forgets um, that he is loved by Andy and that that's the most important thing. Um, so I'm going to turn out the lights. We'll look at this little clip.
This is how we find out who's in those presents. Okay. All right. So what? This work. Um. What's going on? How are they feeling? The toys are what? Afraid, frightened. Yes, they're terrified. They're full of fear. They feel like they're going to be replaced. Um, they're frantic. Um, in fact, at first we kind of see Woody. He's in charge. He's kind of the teacher preacher, and he's talking and um, he's acting all composed and they're all freaking out and he's like, you know, oh, we need to be there for Andy. That's what's important. He's hiding his fear. Do we do that? 
we do that. Um, other times they're all fever pitch. They're trying to get the batteries in. They're trying to see what this latest gift is um, and just all out panic. Um, and we do this as well. Sometimes we even make the situation bigger and worse than it is because um, we're so focused on our fear and freaking out. So um, that's what it looked like for Woody. But um, what does it look like um, for us um, when we're fearful? What does it look like? Um, maybe, uh, oh my gosh, tryouts are this week. Am I going to make it? What am I going to do? What if I don't make it? That might be something you felt before. Or um, what about school? If you're going to the junior high, maybe new school or up to the high school, like, oh, I'm so scared. What if everybody's so mean? Or what if I don't have anybody in my classes? Um, or like the lunchroom. I hate the lunchroom. Um, you know, like, who's going to be at my table? What if nobody's there that I know? And what if I have to sit by myself? And what if, and what if, and what if? And we think about all these things. Um, parents, um, sometimes we can have all the same fears for our children that they're having. Um, we do. Um, but we also have our own fears. Um, a recent fear of mine is, what if she hasn't practiced driving enough? Or, um, you know, what about, what is everybody going to think? Are they just going to think I'm crazy if we don't let her go to that party or over there or whatever? Um, or we have, like, really serious fears, you know, about um, college for our children or jobs or um, our aging parents or whatever. Um, but fear is real. So what are we supposed to do when we have those fears? Trust God. We're supposed to remember um, where our value is. We're supposed to remember um, that what defines us is not all these fears. What defines us is Jesus. Our security is in Jesus. Um, our value is in Him. And that doesn't change. Um, and as we remind ourselves, you know, our little song that Jesus loves us, um, we hopefully. Um, can take our eyes off of those fears, and as we put our eyes back on Jesus, we can experience the peace instead of the chaos. We can begin to experience rest, knowing what's true, knowing that he loves us. And the cool thing is that he hasn't let go, that we just need to be reminded over and over and over again that he's with us in the tryouts. He knows whether we're going to make it or not. He knows um, what's happening. He knows everything and he's with us and it's all for our good because he loves us. He loves us so. Okay, now let's look at something else that can happen when we forget. Um, this is another clip. So it's another thing that can happen.
Okay, what's happening now? What's happening? What is Woody feeling? Jealous. Jealous. He's so jealous. Um, do we get jealous? We do. I have the word jealous written here. Um, he's jealous. And, um, oh, um, and not only um, is Woody fearful, like we saw before, but that's given way to jealousy. And all he can do is see everybody else looking at all the cool things about Buzz. You know, and he, you saw him hold his little string like, you know, I only have a string. Um, he's comparing himself um, to Buzz. And he sees everybody's attention on Buzz. And he wishes the attention was back on himself. Um, do we do this? 
we do. Um, we can tend to compare ourselves to others. Um, Instagram and Facebook don't really help out, do they? They make it really easy um, to look at what everybody else is doing. Um, she has 140-something likes, and I only have 120 or whatever. Um, ugh. Um, points in a game. Um, maybe you're a guy, I only had X number of points, and he had so many points. Um, or you're looking at all the pictures that I was referring to, and they are all at that party, and looks like everybody was there but me. And does nobody like me? Or um, we just start looking and thinking, like, well, they're having so much fun, and things look so easy for them, and doesn't look like they have to study. Or whatever it is, we start becoming distorted in our thinking and in our seeing because we've way long forgotten Jesus loves me and we're just in the moment we're seeing all this stuff and we're starting to believe it and so at this point our shift you know goes away from what we know and we start letting the voices of the world start telling us what's true we start hearing those voices we start hearing you're not fast enough you're not tall enough you're not skinny enough you're not pretty enough you're not whatever it is. Um, and all those voices are going in our head. So what do we do? You know, when this is happening, what do you do? You sing to yourself. No. You tell yourself what's true. You go back to those questions we were talking about. You go back to what defines me. Why is this bugging me? We look in the mirror. And we see, why is this bugging me? Jesus loves me. Why is this bugging me? Where's my security? Where does my value come from? Um, and so we have to talk to ourselves constantly. And we can turn all the junk off. We really can. You don't have to check Instagram. You don't have to look at Facebook. Um, I mean, you might a little, but don't let that be what is telling you what's true. Because it's not true. Those are lies if you let those things become your voices for truth. They're not true. They're just not. Um, okay, off of my soapbox. Um, we're going to fast forward to this cool, my favorite probably point in the movie that I just referenced earlier at the beginning about the two main characters experiencing defeat. Um, and we're going to see they're actually in, the two main characters, Buzz and Woody, are in... Um, Andy's neighbor's house, Sid. Do you remember him? He's the scary little boy that is mean to his toys. And so they're trapped in there and they end up in this really deep conversation. Thank you. 
But sure you can, Buzz. You can get me out of here. And then I'll get that pocket off you. And we'll make a break for Andy's house. Andy's house, Sid's house. What's the difference? Oh, Buzz, you had a big ball. You must not be thinking clearly. No, Woody. For the first time, I am thinking clearly. You were right all along. I'm not a space ranger. Just a toy, a stupid little insignificant toy. Whoa, hey, wait a minute. Being a toy is a lot better than being a, a space ranger. Yeah, right. No, it is. Look, over in that house is a kid who thinks you are the greatest and it's not because you're a space ranger, pal. It's because you're a toy. You are his toy. But why would Andy want me? Why would Andy want you? Look at you. You're a Buzz Lightyear. Any other toy would give up his moving parts just to be you. You've got wings. You glow in the dark. You talk. Your helmet does that, that, that whoosh thing. You are a cool toy. As a matter of fact, you're too cool. I mean, I mean, what chance does a toy like me have against a buff like your action figure? All I can do is... Why would Andy ever want to play with me when he's got you? I'm the one that should be strapped to that rock. I'm starting to look at the time, which I'm not a good manager of. Um, okay, what happened in that conversation? He realized who he was. He realized who he was. Thank you. Um, Buzz is defeated. He kind of sees himself um, confronted with that reality of he's not at all who he thought he was. He's not near as great as he thought he was. Um, he's just a toy. He's not a space ranger. Um, and then we see Woody who confesses. He just pours out his heart saying all the great qualities of Buzz that he's been just the whole time just resenting and annoyed with. And then he finally admits, you know, you really are great. You know, who wouldn't want to play with you? Of course, Andy would love you um, because you're so great. But just that honesty, that confession and so we see our word um, in this situation is brokenness. Um, they both come to a point of brokenness where they see themselves as they really are. And for us as believers, that's the most important thing we can do. As we can see our fears, see the jealousy we have, see ourselves rightly, which then helps us see something else. It helps us see what we all know is there, but it helps us see our deep, deep need. And it's that need um, which um, God is so gracious and so loving that he doesn't leave us there. Drowning, beating ourselves up because we were fearful, because we messed up, because we didn't trust, because we were jealous. Um, he meets us there 
in our need. Um, and he uses that place where we can come to the end of ourselves, we can be broken, we can be defeated, and we can see our need. And that need is what we can take, we can run straight to the cross. And that's where we experience that Jesus loves me. That's where we can experience that amazing love. That's where we are reminded not only of the words of that song, but we know it's true. We know it's true for us. And um, that is where we've got to continually return and come back and come back to this place um, where we see that it is true. And it's true for us. It's true for you. It's true for me. And um, that amazing love um, is where we call out. We can do it at the lunchroom table. Um, We can quietly cry out to God. He's there. We can do it anywhere um, because he is with us always. So that is when we have a heart filled up with gratitude and we can be thankful, thankful for the cross, thankful for our situation, thankful that even our uncomfortable place that we might find ourselves is really going to be used for good and that um, we can be thankful um, for that amazing love. So y'all have been so awesome and gracious um, and let's thank God for whatever it is that um, he was impressing on each heart today. Um, Let's pray. Lord, thank you so, so much for this fun movie. Um, Thank you for being able to look at it from a different perspective. Um, But mostly thank you for you. Thank you that you love me, um, broken and um, defeated. Um, That you love each one of us right exactly where we are. Um, Thank you that you um, are holding on to us and that you don't ever let go. Um, I pray that each one of us would walk away today um, just reminded of your amazing love, reminded um, that Jesus loves us, um, and we know this because the Bible tells us so. Lord, help each one of us live our lives um, in light of that truth. Help us to um, remind ourselves that you are our security You are where our worth lies, and that you are our value. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.